y'all, and welcome to the Creative Cast. Happy Monday. I am super excited that you are here. I am super excited that we are kicking off another week together. I mean, it is the first full week in June. I don't know how that's possible, but alas, here we are. So thank you so much for joining me. So let's talk about marketing your podcast. Now, one of the common questions that I get asked once a client's podcast is launched and everything is going well is what actually works to grow your podcast? In fact, I just had a client ask me a version of the same exact question just yesterday during our monthly strategy call. Now, you most likely got into podcasting with the goal of sparking some sort of conversation, whether it was to share God's word or to showcase your expertise as a marketing expert or a real estate expert or something like that, or you just wanted to create a show talking about something that you're truly passionate about. You wanted to grow a community of listeners from around the world who share your interests, your passions, and who and want to listen to a point of view on a topic. Now, so many times I hear things like this. It's just so hard to get people to know that my show exists. I've tried everything. It's just so hard to promote yourself over the sea of podcasts that are out there right now, especially as a new show. Now, if these statements sound like you, no worries, friend. I gotcha. And I know for a lot of podcasters, just the idea of having 25 people listening and downloading to your episode was thrilling. But now you're ready for a little more. Consistently hitting hundreds or thousands of listeners and downloads, honestly, it takes diligence and it takes a willingness to test a few different strategies because not all the same strategies are gonna work for everybody. Now, my goal isn't to repeat the same podcast marketing strategies that everybody else throws out at you. Y'all know I'm a practical girl with practical advice. So I want to give you the tools, but most importantly, the action steps that are needed to grow a show from one listener to over a thousand. But first, we need to look at the pillars of podcasting and make sure that you have those on lock. We're talking about quality promotion, consistency, and content. Now, but before we get to that, let's take one step back just to assess the foundation of your podcast. So I mentioned consistency. Consistency is so very important for growing your audience. So you need to make sure that you are releasing your episodes on a consistent basis. If you say you're doing a weekly show, do a weekly show. The first and third Thursday of the month, you get the point. If you find that you're having trouble meeting those consistent milestones, you want to make sure that you tune into next week's episode when I'm talking about workflows, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. We need to make sure that what you're currently creating is worth promoting and that you have some realistic expectations around the timelines of your success. Now, any client of mine will tell you I've probably uttered these words to them. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So let's keep that in mind. Now, when it comes to marketing, marketing a bad product of any kind is just a big waste of time. And no amount of money or creative marketing or Hail Mary strategies 
is going to help you grow a stale or boring podcast. So before you start trying to crack the code on marketing your podcast, let's make sure that you have a couple of things, okay? So first of all, let's talk about what makes a good product, what makes a great podcast. It's going to have to hit three things, value, uniqueness, and stickiness. Let's talk about value. When it comes to podcasting, your listeners need to gain something from that episode. They need to learn some new information or a skill, action steps. They need to be entertained or at least satisfied a curiosity of some sort. Your podcast needs to be unique. So your podcast point of view needs to add something new to the conversation, however slight. So for example, a lot of times, if you have the same author promoting their book on four different podcasts, three of those podcasts will include the same stories, pretty much the same questions, the same sound bites. And usually there's one podcast that goes at it at a little bit different angle. They focus on something very specific that maybe they discuss in the book or a key point that relates to their audience or they tie that book into the niche of their audience really, really well. An example of this is there was a book author and she was on several different podcasts that I edit for and listen to. And on most of the episodes that I was listening to, it was the same questions for the most part. It, she was providing the same information. She was providing the same action steps. But one podcaster chose to do it a little bit different way. So she kind of turned it on its head and asked different questions and focused on one specific part of the book. She still asked questions about the book, where to get the book, and all those kinds of things. But it was something very, very specific that met the needs of her audience. Because I want you to think about your episode as a story. And you want to craft it in a way that's engaging. And that you tell something unique that hasn't necessarily been shared or at least taken a deep dive on. Now the third thing is stickiness. Now I'm not talking about little kids with sticky hands from eating candy or something like that. Your podcast needs to capture and sustain an audience's attention. It needs to be sticky. So if your current listeners aren't consistently consuming your episodes in full, and you can find that information out through your analytics, I want you to focus your efforts on making the content better. Listen to other podcasts that are similar to yours. Listen to the way they format their show, the content of the show, even the structure of their show. Think about how you can incorporate those features into your show and improve upon what maybe they have created. Look at particular segments that they have. How can you incorporate that into your show? Now, the best long-term strategy that I found over the years is to promote a podcast by providing that value. Gimmicks and shortcuts, they may work in the short term, but they're not going to sustain your podcast. So instead of hopping on the latest marketing trend, I want you to focus on creating value through strong relationships, quality content, and consistency. Okay? So here's some of the ideas that I have for you because I know you guys are going to ask me on how to market your podcast. So we've got about 10 of them, okay? Number one, create a dedicated podcast site or page on your existing website. 
incorporate your show notes into that, your more extended version of your episode summary. So if you're not exactly sure the why behind this, what are show notes, what's an episode summary, all those kinds of things, I want you to go listen to episode seven, The Importance of Show Notes, where we get into all that and even the idea of why you need to have a transcript, why you need to have your your show notes. Secondly, distribute your podcast across as many platforms as possible. Now, if you've launched your show with a podcast editor or podcast producer or myself, then you probably have already done this step. But I want you to go in and look at what podcast directories your podcast is on. You want to try and get on as many as possible. Now, some people will only go on Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts or Stitcher. But there's lots and lots of other ones. You can even get on Alexa and Echo and... Because Apple and Spotify are the biggest two out there, but there's so many others. So go in, look, and see which one. And some of your podcast hosting will even help you with this. They'll tell you exactly which ones to be on. I know if you're hosting with Buzzsprout, it does do that. If you're hosting with Libsyn, it does have destinations that you can add to that. You want to make sure that that you're doing that. Third thing is when you're writing your episode summaries, when you're writing your show notes, you want to optimize for SEO. Again, episode seven is going to tell you why all these things are super important. Number four. I want you to repurpose your content. Or so let's say your podcast is a 20-minute episode. You can take that 20-minute episode, you could turn it into a video. You could turn it into a static image. You could turn it into a blog post. You can turn it into a quote. You could record the video of you doing the podcast for YouTube, for IGTV. There's all kinds of ways that you can use this content for Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and all these various social media channels, even Pinterest. So even though you're creating one piece of content turned into multiple types of content. Now, one of the other things that I've found very helpful, and I think we're up on number five, is mention other businesses and or entrepreneurs in your episode. Go ahead and tag them in social media. You can even reach out directly to them and say, hey, I shared about your product. I shared about your book. I shared about your show. Would you mind sharing that with your list? Everybody likes free promotion, right? Even big brands. So why not make the ask? The worst thing they could do is tell you no. That's the worst thing that's going to happen. The other thing is invite noteworthy guests over time. So you want to sprinkle in some bigger names. And then when you do, you want to make sure that they're promoting on their social media channels, their email list, et cetera, et cetera. So the other thing that you can do, and I think we're on tip number seven, and that's to tease episodes with an audiogram. Now you could do this one of two ways. You could do it beforehand or you could do it, hey, in case you missed it, this was this week's episode. And so kind of think of it like how TV shows do it. On the next episode of Big Bang Theory, you know, or whatever show they may be talking about, you see a lot of that on on TV. If you don't know, an audiogram is basically a marketing technique to promote your audio content in a visual way. So it's the combination of an image, a sound wave, and an audio clip. 
from the episode, usually like 30 seconds to 60 seconds would be just fine. Some go a little bit longer, but I think 30 to 60 is, is, a, is a good time for that. And if you're going to be putting it on Instagram or where you're going to be putting it, you really should add captions to that. Now, some things you can do auto caption or you can add captions in there if you're using Headliner, Wave, or a number of other apps. Buzzsprout hosting actually has that built within their app that you could utilize. And so this transcription is, or captions, you know, they're, they're like, the really cool thing is 85% of people when they're, when they're looking at social media, and I know, I think the statistic really applies to Instagram, is that they'll have the volume off. Because they may be at work, they may be in a situation where they really can't have it loud or whatever the case may be. And so that way they can see it, they can listen to it. Then it also helps the hard of hearing or the special needs community as well. And honestly, this just makes it more attractive to users who expect video content on social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Now, number eight is something we probably all heard when we were younger when we only listened to radio. And one of those celebrity plugs that you heard on the radio station, like, I'm Taylor Swift and I love KSI 108. Something to that effect. And you could do the same with your podcast guest. These make really great teasers without revealing the episode content, especially if your guests are well-known to your audience. Here's a pro tip. You could stitch all of these different type of plugs together to make an intro for your show. How cool is that? I love it. Now, number nine, if you're going to be posting to all your various social media channels, and I recommend that you do post to the ones that you're on, little caveat, you don't have to be on all of them. Get on the ones that work best for you and your audience. But what works on Facebook doesn't necessarily work on Twitter, doesn't necessarily work well on Instagram. People expect different types of content on different platforms. So Facebook, for example, tolerates longer posts and deeper discussions. Twitter is more for shorter updates. And Instagram posts are generally will only do well if there's a strong photo attached to it or a video. So I don't want you to blast the same social media posts to every platform. Customize them a little bit so that they're attractive in each area. Now, the next one is I want you to get yourself on other people's podcasts, okay? The easiest and best way to promote your podcast is going on somebody else's podcast. That way you're showcasing your expertise, you're able to talk about your podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're not really sure on how to do that, I want you to go listen to episode five and listen to the Pitch Yourself episode it talks all about how to get yourself on other podcasts. What are some of the things that you need to do? I think that was number 10. So here's two more bonus tips for you. One is a resource that I've known about since I was a blogger, like way back in the day before I even started thinking about podcasting. And it's called Haro, H-A-R-O. So if you're a blogger back in the day, you probably already know about this. And it's called Help a Reporter Out. And basically it's a service that connects journalists with authoritative sources. So you enroll in the platform as a source. Media people will reach out to you when they have a question or need a comment for an article or a TV segment or even radio. And a lot of podcasters are doing it too. They're out there looking for 
guests for their show. And so in exchange, they'll quote you, they'll link to your site, they may even have you on the show. And then finally, the other thing is the whole subscribe, rate, and review. You want to ask your listeners to subscribe, share, and review your podcast every episode. And you want to do this in a way that to position these calls to action to be very authentic. Because nobody likes pushy. The days of the hard sell is over. Everything is relationship-based and let's be authentic and let's be our true selves. So do it in a way that is very much you. And be honest. Explain that as your podcast grows, you'll be able to produce better content for your audience to enjoy. More people will find out about the show. One of the things that I love seeing is when podcasters will ask their guests to leave a funny comment in a review. Like, I didn't know you only had four toes on on your left foot. That may not be true. It'll just be something kind of funny that people will be like, what? What? What's going on? Why are all these people talking about this lady's toes on on her foot. It's just something kind of fun, something kind of funny. I want you to remember that learning how to promote your podcast, it's a trial and error process. There is no exact science here. Finding the right marketing mix requires testing a few different strategies to see what sticks. Not everything's going to work. What works for one podcaster is not necessarily going to work for another, even even if the audiences are very similar. It takes creativity and diligence to consistently chip away at that. And no amount of marketing dollars will grow an audience for a subpar product. So before you start getting into, I'm going to try this marketing strategy and that marketing strategy, make sure that you spend some time refining your formula to produce superior audio quality, superior audio quality to give you a high quality episode that is full of value. And most importantly, like I said before, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's going to take time. This is not something that's going to happen in a month or a week or maybe even a year. But if you consistently chip away at it, you will get there. Now, like I mentioned earlier, talking about consistency, whenever I work with new podcasters or new clients, one of their biggest frustrations is all the time that they spend editing and the production process and sometimes how difficult it is to stay consistent and to produce the same time every week, every two weeks, whatever their frequency is. So next week on the show, I'm going to be talking about something that could potentially change your life, especially if you are a one-woman show when it comes to your podcast, and it's a podcast production workflow. You probably already have one, you just don't realize that you have one. So we're going to be talking about efficient and effective podcast production workflows. What they are, how does it save you time, how do you build one, what should be included, all that kind of stuff. So Tune in next Monday for that, and we'll have all about that. Now, of course, you know what I'm going to say next. I need you guys to go subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It helps others find out about our show. And I want to know, are you subscribed to the podcast? If not, why? Why, friend? Why is that? (laughs) 
seriously, if you're not, I would love for you to subscribe and rate and review the show. And if you could tell a friend about it, especially a friend, another podcaster about the show, that would be fantastic. And you can, you can subscribe and leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Because like I said, it helps others find out about the show. Now, if you're not really sure on how to leave a review or a rating, no worries. I gotcha. I gotcha. You can find out more information about how to do this and all the details on this episode. And I have all the links for you guys in the show notes. And that you can find that at TammyMunsonCreative.com forward slash episode 10. Now, ladies, I believe in you. Y'all are my heroes. I believe experience and production fatigue and intimidating tech and thousand and one marketing strategies should not hold you back. So let's walk through this journey together to spend less time worrying about the details and more time about spreading your message and showcasing your expertise. I hope that you have a great day and I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye y'all.